Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. All right, all right, all right. It's 105 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you, along with Brendan Escott. This is Oilers Now. Our title sponsor is Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location Digitex.ca. Digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology, software, IT, and supplies. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford, not your small town dealership with a new, huge, state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. A little bit of an open line segment here we're going to get to. But not before we do NHL today. For our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, we pushed this to the second hour today because we knew we had Ken Holland and James Neal on the show in hour number one. And in hour number two, uh, Jerry Johansson, the agent for Milan Lucic. Um, Milan is currently skating uh, during the course of uh, the show this week. So uh, Reed Wilkins, I'm sure, will be lining up something with Inside Sports. Without further ado, to NHL today for... Elite promotional marketing. Elite promotional marketing. They got it. Get the hottest branded items for summer, like blankets, camping chairs, coolers, and outdoor games, and more. Here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Well, the Blues had a busy weekend signing restricted free agent forward Oscar Sunkvist to a four-year, $11 million contract extension. They avoided arbitration there. They also re-upped with goaltender Ville Husso on a one-year, two-way deal. The Jets inking newly acquired D-man Neil Pionk to a two-year, $6 million contract, also avoiding arbitration there. 23-year-old, of course, acquired from the New York Rangers in the Jacob Truba deal. Pittsburgh today locking up Zach Aston Reese to a two-year, one-way deal, one million dollar cap hit. The Canes and Brock McGinn agreed to a two-year extension on Saturday. 2.1 million per season there. And the Leafs and Michael Neuberth have linked up on a professional tryout offer. The Golden Knights property Nikita Gusev and his agent are contemplating another season in the KHL as they struggle to come to terms on a deal in Vegas. The Athletics' Jesse Granger reported earlier this month Gusev does want around four million per year and would prefer to play in Vegas. They do have a drop-dead date that they've given to the team, but it is undisclosed, undisclosed rather, at this point, Bob. Absolutely. Brendan, uh, you uh, you tweeted out here, people are genuinely texting the show today complaining that dry settle should be moved to the owner's second line and earn that $8 million rather than ride McDavid's coattails. Uh, that, 
that's not the majority of the fan base. We must preface that by saying just right. just like you know the the guys that used to hate on Taylor Hall five, six, seven years ago. Uh, that's not the majority. There's there's lots of highly educated fan, and you're allowed to have your opinion. I'm not gonna. The other thing is, uh, I got a, a tweet back about the Mia Culpa comment involving yes, Sapoliarvi. I'm, I'm talking about what happened with the agency. I mean, the agency tried to squeeze Ken Holland um, just before the NHL draft in a conversation with Mark Spector, and then the agent retracted his statement and said that, no, no, I didn't say he didn't, that returning to Edmonton was not an option. And so, in my opinion, there, there needs to be... Now, could Paul Yarvey still be traded? I guess he could be. Some might say the way to go is to to get a, a prospect from another organization that's looking for a traction chance to break through as well. Um, I wonder if you would consider doing that with an organization that's maybe short of 45 uh, contracts or, show, or so. Maybe there's a guy you'd like to get off your 50-man uh, list. Maybe not money-wise, but maybe just to create a little bit more flexibility moving forward. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see here. All right, 780-496-0063 the River Cree Resort Casino. Alex from Penticton has been waiting for uh, over uh, 15 minutes. He's a huge tennis fan, but today he's going to talk about James Neal. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Bob. I couldn't wait to hear your show Monday. I knew it was going to be jam-packed of the trade. Okay. What do you and, got? Uh, well, lots of things. It opens up a lot of flexibility moving forward here with having James Neal's contract instead of Lucic's. Uh, one of the biggest things I can think about is uh, protecting uh, Lucic's against the expansion draft next year and not having to rush maybe a forward from Bakersfield now that you got Neal. Yeah. Um, there's... Uh, there's lots of things to like about this. Congratulations, Ken Holland. You've done a great job so far. Considering how much uh, he's had to wiggle out from the start of this offseason of the damage that the Sorelli era did, um, he's done a heck of a job, and uh, boy, oh, boy. And you know what? I hope the fans give give Neil some patience here. 15 goals is fine, 16, whatever. And I just want to say so long, Milan Lucic, a uh, class guy, and uh, take it easy on the boys in Edmonton. Well, I guess we only play him five times, so that's a good thing. And love your show, Bob, and I'll just listen. Wow, you're in a great mood today. Speaking of uh, all of this, you mentioned those games, and guess what? Uh, we will tell you. Uh, what, did I, what have I got going on? We have a new Battle of Alberta Power Pack. As the Power Packs are out, uh, it includes all three visits this season from the Calgary Flames, one preseason, and two regular season games. Uh, guaranteed same seat for all three games. Goes on sale to the public noon on Tuesday at edmontonoilers.com. Available only until midnight Friday while supplies last. That's the Battle of Alberta Power Pack. Packs start at $349 per seat. All right, K-Jam on line one. K-Jam, what do you got? Well, you know, I wanted to say that obviously I called about the uh, the Neil Lucic deal uh, the day it went down, and and I think that that's going to be uh, a huge boost to our uh, our offensive depth. But you know, I I have to think that we're we're probably, and I mean, like you know, you you never know with with, with how these things go, but we're probably done working on our forward depth this off season. And I'm starting to think about the defensive depth. And I want to say I'm really excited to see. What uh, what all these guys uh, that uh, are prospects bubbling up can do in Edmonton, and what sort of dimension they can bring. Yeah. But I think about the players that we already have. 
and I think about the dimensions that they already have, and I think that we need to start thinking seriously about which veterans are going to be providing us value moving forward. And, you know, I think there are some, some players with contracts coming up that uh, are, are, seem to have sort of a, an overall game that seems to, to, to be okay. But you have to start focusing in and say, you know, what's, what's really this player's dimension? And, and is that something that we want to pay for? Because I'm thinking specifically of Darnell Nurse here because, well, I don't know, Bob, what do you, what do you say Darnell's dimension is? I think he's an all-around defenseman. Uh, my hope, uh, you know, look, he's really athletic. I get the criticism out there that, you know, guys say he's not elite offensively. He had a real good world championship where he showed, but he had more time and space there too, right? You don't have that time and space in the NHL game. Here's what I'd say about Darnell. He cares. He has character. He can skate. He needs to continue to realize that the puck does the work. You don't always have to transport it. Okay, uh, his work ethic in practice. It, there's there's guys that are they're maintainers. They want to maintain the level that they're at, and then there's guys that continuously want to improve. And in Nurse's case, he continuously wants to improve because we've got some guys out there that are concerned about you know will Darnell Nurse ever be an elite offensive player. I, like Kevin Shattenkirk's an elite offensive defenseman. The problem is he, he's not committed to defending. Um, and some might say last year Darnell wasn't a master of anything, but he put up points. Uh, I would say he took a step forward last year in his career. That's how I would. But I will say this, KJAB, on an extension, I don't think Darnell's coming in cheap. Okay? I do not that, like. You look at Clefbaum. You look at Clefbaum and Kevin Lowe. Um, and Steve Tambellini, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, the cleft bomb signing just preceded... Uh, oh, now I want to make sure that that's... No. I'm going to have to take a look at when the extension was signed. Uh, if it, it, uh, it definitely preceded Shirelli, and I'm just wondering whether or not it preceded... If, if it was McTavish... Third, no, what it had to. It was eleven. To, it was definitely McTavish was the general manager when they signed. See, up. see I don't really have a problem with Darnell Nurse's game overall. I yes. think that Darnell Nurse does all of I'm the go- things that you said he I'm does. Going so, I'm going. I'm going somewhere. Point that concerns right. me moving forward. With they the were ready to bet on Clefbaum long long term on a seven year deal, right? They were willing to make that bet on Clefbaum, and mm-hmm. they couldn't get the price. The agent was driving hard on Nurse, and I look at a guy like Bouchard. And I'm serious about this, folks. Let's say Bouchard plays three-quarters of the season this year in the farm and then comes up and plays in Edmonton and then plays a full year the next year. The owners need to be prepared to pay Dar- uh, uh, Evan Bouchard on a seven-year deal and, mm-hmm. try, and try to get a Klingberg-esque type deal. They need yeah. to be prepared to do because I think he's got the offensive instincts. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Nurse. He's going to be an intriguing yeah. guy to watch. No, no, no matter what happens with him, the guy has value. It's just, it's just at, at whatever price point the market dictates that Darnell can have right now, yeah. is that the value that the orders need? He, and he is. He and Darnell are Darnell and Connor and Leon, I think, see themselves as the long-term leadership core of this team. That's got to be stated, okay? And so, Yeah, well, I think Darnell shows a lot of leadership qualities. I'd right, love to right? have him as an oiler. But we have some people out there, oh, you're such an idiot for thinking that way. And I'm like, I, you're not dealing with these guys on a day-to-day basis. Like, they want to, you know, 
the, the, the time of importing leadership, how's it worked for Edmonton? They imported leadership for Andrew Ferentz. How did that go? That's right. Right, so, Andrew, with, Andrew, with Ferentz is a, Andrew Ferentz is a very unique personality. Unfortunately for Andrew, if they could have got him at 29, it would have been perfect. They got him at 34. And so with players that you draft and, and want to be a part of the solution here, on a team that has Connor McDavid, when do you start seeing contracts reflect that? That's something that I'm curious okay. to see. You know what, KGM, and I'm going to say this right now. I'm not convinced the Oilers are going to get a break in the negotiation with Nurse. Okay. I'm not convinced, right. based on what I know of the situation now. Uh, you know? Now, here's one for you. Did they get a break on uh, Dreisaitl? Well, it didn't look like it at the time. No. Worked out that way, though, didn't it? It did. It so, did. All right. Thanks, KJM. Yeah, thank you. At 780-496-0063, let's go to Ralph on line number two. Hi, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing well, Bob. I think we spoke last week, and I was asking you about Lucic, and you said you didn't know. And I, I didn't. Funny enough, the trade proposal I had in mind, which actually might have addressed the two needs the others had, was uh, a Lucic, Gugliarvi, and a draft pick for James Neal and Sam Bennett. Yeah. I think so, Cal- I don't think Calgary wants... Here's the thing. I think they really like Sam Bennett, and they should. And that's that's the holdup there. I get what you're saying, Ralph, because it gives Calgary greater cap flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I think is going to happen? I think the trail is going to they got to go through the RFA process here with Bennett and uh, Kachuk and uh, Riddick and Mangiapane, right? And I, I expect they'll trade T.J. Brody because they really like their young puck-moving defenseman there. Uh, Anderson played a bunch last year. Shillington played. And the guy that's I think they think it's going to be the best is Valimaki. And I think they're going to have all three of those guys going next season. Uh, and I think Brody ends up in play. And I think Brody gets moved maybe for a third-line center. And then they flip Jankowski. That's, okay. but, and that's why I said last week, to me, Calgary is going to be the most interesting team in the NHL to watch over the next 20 days. So when, Bob, when we look at the body of work... Ken Holland's done here, and I really like the terms that he's been given out through free agency period here because they're short. I think he understands where the depth at the forward position specifically is in the organization. I think he sees it's a year away. Yes. So getting the grand lens and and what have you on one-year contracts is pretty important because next season it's not inconceivable that with all the uh, UFAs we're going to have at the end of this year that the owners could have you know 25 to 30 million dollars to spend depending on what the cap does. So to build on what that last caller said, do you think the owners are going to have to spend in the Jacob Truba neighborhood to keep Nurse here for seven more years? Um, potentially. Like seven to seven and a half over seven. I think it's going to be six and a half to eight. Yeah. So that would eat up. Um, a considerable amount. Yes, it would. But, you know, of course, then you've got Matt Benning and Zach Cassian would be the other two guys I think the others would probably maybe look to retain. Okay. Um, I don't know what you get Cassian and, and Benning back at. I don't imagine they could command too large of a raise, but if you are able to see, I mean, is it out of the... I don't know if they're... Ralph, i got to tell you right now, I, I don't know if they're going to have the cap flexibility of 25 to 30 million bucks. I mean, I think that they could have somewhere... Because I don't know what's going to happen with uh, Darnell, and um, I do think they could be in position potentially to add a winger 
somewhere between six to nine million dollars, but they might have to make a difficult decision elsewhere in the lineup. That twenty-five million, though, Bob. That's that's including that's not including what they would have to uh, shell out to sign Darnell. But that is, if you add up all the UFAs they have, plus you take Griba and Manning's contracts off the books, plus the cap space they have now, plus whatever the cap's going to go up next year. You get into that twenty-five. Well, yeah, Ralph, I, I'm not convinced it's gonna like. I, it might be eighty-one and a half, eighty-two million again for another year. Seriously. Okay. Seriously, I'm. But I will tell you this: by 2021, I think it could be ninety million at that time. So, do you think after this season? We could expect to see Tyler Benson, Cooper Marodi, and Taylor Yamamoto in the NHL. I think Benson and Yamamoto will be Oilers by when we're hosting Oilers now next year at this time. I think we'll be slotting those guys in on the team by twenty by twenty 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 one season. I know the number on Nurse seems large, but if you are drafting and then developing your own, you're able to withstand a hit like that because you're not spending four million dollars on a Brett Conley. You can bring the next Brett Conley up from yep, Bakersfield and, and pay him eight hundred thousand a year. You got it. One hundred percent. One hundred percent agree. Thanks, Ralph. Thanks for the call. Yep. Okay. It is uh, 121 in Edmonton. I'll get to a bunch of texts. I apologize. haven't done that yet. I've got a couple hundred of them uh, when we return in Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. 123 in Edmonton. Just on Oscar Clef, Bob, I made a mistake. Happens more than once on this show. Uh, he technically was signed in September of 2015, so Pete Shirelli was the GM. I do believe the orders had already started to uh, have conversations in that regarding a long-term deal uh, with them. Uh, Pete was hired April 24th, so but Pete Shirelli definitely was the GM that signed Oscar Clefbaum. So that was a pretty good contract. Seven years, four point two million dollars. One twenty-three in Edmonton. You can text us at six thirty, six thirty. To the Heartland Ford text line, Eric from Brooks, Alberta. He's a bandit. Hey, Bob, was wondering what you think about Josh Hosang for Yessa Puljujarvi. You know, it's interesting. Uh, Hosang played on Connor McDavid's team as a bantam. I'm thinking. Uh, I think the hope. Uh, yeah, I. You know what? Different type of prospect than Hosang for the Oilers. Who knows? You know what? I, there's crazier things have happened, so I'm not going to say no. Maybe. But I, I think a different type of prospect. Uh, former defenseman Mark says, Bob, Darnell Nurse can't make more than 5.5 a year. I can't see Edmonton signing him for anywhere close to that. He'll be... Uh, 6.5 to 7 a year. The problem is is that he's a 3-4 defenseman, probably a number 3. What he'll be asking for is 2-3 money from Mark. Um, your perspective is shared by others out there, Mark. I think that's a fair uh, comment. So you, you probably have a lot of agreement from uh, some of the texters. You can text us at 630-630. Bob, the orders were in position to sign Darnell Nurse last summer. They should have locked him to an eight-year deal. Same thing with Dreisaitl. Should have signed him up the long term the summer before he signed his current deal. I just find it funny that the orders were pre- prepared to pay guys like Lucic, Russell, and Sekra major money on long-term be- deals, but their own draft picks who are entering their primes, orders gave them the show-me deals or waited too long from Sunny and Vancouver. 
They did sign Lucic, or sorry, uh, Dreisaitl to an eight-year deal coming out of his ELC. So this individual is saying they should have had the wheels in motion long before. Hmm. He's lived up to it. Nurse, you can make an argument instead of getting the bridge. Others would say you're crazy. Do the bridge. That's the way to go. That's your perspective. <laughs> Dino Bambimo. Yeah, he's asking about Spencer Fu. Uh, what about the guy out of college that he chose to sign? Uh, Calgary over Edmonton. Yeah. I won't read the rest of his text. <laughs> Uh, Spencer Fu is going to play for, I believe, uh, Kunlun uh, Red. What are they? Kunlun Red, Red Star. Star Kunlun yeah. Red Star. So. That was, uh, I believe, Mike Keenan's old team. He hasn't coached there in a few years, but he but did. Actually, do you know what? I can get somebody on from there, too. Okay. Would that be an interesting get, summer get for the show? Why not? I met him in uh, Toronto one night with uh, some other guys that. Scored about 800 goals in their NHL career. So Jason Fromm just signed there as well. Didn't J- not? Jason Brandon McGee signed there. Now that's okay. Yeah. They ha- they also should be stated they have a farm team. Fromm's going to be playing for sure in the KHL. We'll see whether or not McGee can. If McGee puts it all together, he can do it. But there you go. Uh. KS says, Bob, what do you think of uh, Yessa Poyarvi for Brendan Lemieux out of the Rangers? Ooh. Now that's an interesting trade. That would make me think. Brendan Lemieux is a little ball of hate. I actually love that kid. Uh, and he can score. Have you seen Brendan Lemieux play much? He's a nasty little... He's he's like the dad. He's not quite as big as the dad. He might be a better... Th- and the dad, when the dad decided to chuck him, the dad could chuck him. When Claude Lemieux decided to throw, he could actually fight. His problem was he was a bit of a spot picker. My concern here would be that's kind of redundant with the signing of Josh Archibald. That would be my only reservation. I'd say completely different player, with all due respect. Okay? I would say completely different player. Uh, I'd say he'd add some... Uh, uh, I, I think Brandon Lemieux can be a middle six forward in the NHL. Actually, I, and I, I'm going to say it right now, it would not surprise me if Josh Archibald surprises some folks out there as well. It's 128. Well, when we come back, Jerry Johansson. Uh, we heard from Ken Holland, and we're going to talk to Jerry about his role in getting this thing done, uh, where the owners get Lucic for James Neal. They get James Neal in a trade for Milan Lucic. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Um, she is the president of the Derek Ryan Fan Club. Derek is the only Latter-day Saint in the NHL. Eileen Bell up next. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.